I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through stronger and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is called How to Help Someone Who Doesn't Want to Be Helped. Ooh, that's a toughie. How do you help someone, like, for example, a family member in pain um, who doesn't want to listen to you, do yoga, um, move their body, eat differently? Family members in particular are challenging to watch um, when, when they're not, when they're struggling. And it's even harder when you want to help them. So how do you help someone in particular, who is close to you, like a family member or a very close friend. And I, as always, I love it acronyms and I think it also helps me be more succinct. So for this podcast, I want you to think of the acronym HELP when you're dealing with a family member that you see struggling. So let's give an example. You know someone in your family who is not moving a lot, has joint pains, doesn't eat well, is carrying excess weight and complaining about how he or she feels. And you observe this and you think, gosh, I have so many things I could help this person with. I could tell them about movement and I could tell them about how they should be eating more healthfully and closer to the earth, you know, natural form and in the form of whole foods and stop with all the, the junk and the processed. But it's someone close and it can be very sticky, very sticky area. So the first thing of the acronym is H and that is hang back hang back. This is challenging, especially if you're like me and you're in this world of wellness. You know, I'm a physical therapist. I'm a natural food chef. I am a a certified holistic health coach. So what do you do when, when, you know, like what happens in that situation? You know, when I'm observing someone who is, um, who who is suffering and I want to help. Well, the first thing I've learned is you have to kind of hang back. With someone who is paying you for your advice, you don't hang back. You kind of go right in and you talk about all the ways their life is not working well for them 
the habits that they're practicing that are that are not healthy and then then working on ways to create better habits and to, to change some of those things but with somebody that's close to you you need to hang back you kind of need to hang in the periphery and observe observe what uh, you see the person doing or saying that um, is a cry for help so in hanging back, you're going you're gonna to kind of plan your entry. So because if you go in too fast, especially with a family member, they're going to give you a hard stop. You know, the hand in the face, like, I don't want to hear it, especially if you're a professional in this or you've done it yourself or you're, a, or you're a great example of it. It's really hard to hear from somebody who's close to you. So if you hang back and, and, and wait, kind of hover for that opportunity, um, then you're going to be more successful. So hang back and, and observe. See where the person is giving you an opening and then go to E, which is entrance. <laughs> Enter the conversation looking for cues from the person. So you've, you've, you've hung back a little bit and then you enter. You enter the conversation. So you, you're really, it's really bothering you, your hip. Well, is there something that you want to do about that in terms of like, would you like to go see a physical therapist? Would you like to start exercising? What do you think is causing it? How can I help? Those time of thing, enter the conversation looking for cues. Because when people are doing something, when they're in pain, when they're struggling and they don't, they seemingly don't want to be helped, you have to enter gently and look for the cues because they will give them, even the crabbiest person will eventually give you some cue and you enter in that cue and you start asking questions. Then the next one is L. Let them guide you. When a person who is resistant to help is is in front of you, the not the worst thing, but the probably um, a not helpful thing you can do is start telling them what to do with what's worked for you. That really sh- closes people down. And this could be a close friend, this could be a family member, but you have to really let them guide you. Let them guide you. So, you know, for instance, I was, because I have people ask me this all the time, gosh, I see my my parents suffering, my sister suffering, my my friend, my partner, all these things. And, and um, one example is I had this um, woman that I had been working with and she was telling me about her sister who was uh, overweight and just holding on to a lot of anger, very snappy, clearly in pain, clearly struggling and taking it out in a variety of ways. And this person that I was working with is extremely healthy. She's you know, doing all the things to maximize her fitness, eating well. And she just, she found that she would get in arguments with her sister. And so I said, you know, let, let just wait for the opportunity where she's complaining and then guide her by letting, by asking her questions. So letting her guide, letting her guide the direction. So when she was complaining about her low back pain, she said, oh, well, have you done anything that makes it feel better? You know, so it's like putting it in there, not making it like, well, you should try this. Because sometimes when people don't want to be helped, that's the, that's the last thing that just turns them off when you start um, telling them what's worked for you. 
let them guide, and then you can start uh, with a conversation uh, and personalizing it about what you've read or what's worked for you. But let them guide you. P is patience. Patiently give them ideas. Give them presence or presence. So two ways to give presence. So patiently, like once you've hung back, you enter the conversation looking for cues, you let them guide you on the path, like, and then patiently give them ideas, presence, or just presence. So presence in the terms of gifts. So this woman, for example, gave a massage to her sister who was complaining about low back pain. And that was a first step because that was like saying, hey, you know what? I want to help you. And here's something that will make you feel better. It's not confrontational. It's not like, oh, you know, this worked for me. If you lose weight, your your back pain will go away. Or if you try this exercise that I've been doing, your low back will feel better. This is like, I care about you. I've heard you. You're in pain. Let me, here's, here's something that could make it feel a little bit better. So it's a present. But just also, you don't have to spend money. The presence of you being there, of you taking the time, patiently giving some ideas. Say, hey, you know what? Why don't you try this? Let's do this together. Like lie. This is the other thing she did. Once her sister was a little bit more open, she said, try this. Let's lie on your back, put your feet down, lift into a bridge pose. See if that helps. I really think that could help you because I know sometimes when my back has been bothering me after a long day at work, I do this and it really helps. It's one little gift one little state of presence that you're giving that's not trying to like throw an entire exercise program her way. But just being there for a moment and showing with your presence a gift, an idea. Um, When we're dealing with people who seemingly don't want to be helped, and usually that can be in the family category or close friend category, they can be resistant to it. Patience is key. It, It absolutely has to be. Because I, I remember learning this from my friend, Jean Bauer, when I became vegan over 18 years ago. And I said, okay, let's talk about families, like my husband's family, my family. My family was a little easier because I already had three vegetarians in my family. And my mom became vegan um, about 10 years after I became vegan, but she eventually went that way. But you know, I said, what do you do about family stuff? You've got all these holidays together. We've got meals that'll be together. We have family vacations. And Jean Bauer said, you know, give your family the biggest amount of kind of leeway. (laughs) You know, definitely don't lecture anybody in the family. You have to wait for the openings there. And I've done that with my own family and my own friends and my own clients. I wait for the opening um, as a conversation starter. So if somebody wants to learn more about veganism, I, I'm never going up and I don't initiate the conversation. I don't, I'm not at all apologetic or embarrassed about being vegan, but not at all. I'm a super, super committed vegan. But I know the worst thing to do for the animals, which is in my mind, the greatest re- reason to become vegan, the worst thing to do for them as their ambassador is to turn people off. So I have, you know, I'm going to hang back. I'm going to enter the conversation looking for cues. Let that person guide me. Maybe they're interested in improving the environment. Maybe they want to feel better in their body. 
you know, lose the puffiness, which I always say dairy is, if you get rid of that, you're going to lose that puffiness. Uh, or it could, it could be that they are interested in, it doesn't feel right because of the animal reason. So I wait and listen for the cues. So Jean told me that, you know, give your family the biggest leeway. And so I think you should apply this to anyone who is resistant to help. Usually, again, that's somebody that's close to you who doesn't seemingly want to be helped. And try this tactic, the help tactic. Hang back, enter the conversation, looking for cues from them. Let them guide. Let them guide the conversation, the questions. And then patiently offer your own ideas, your own experience by giving the presence, your your literal presence or presence that will help them. You know, it could also be that you help a membership to a gym. You know, somebody might not be willing to spend the money on themselves or you give them, you know, a lot of times I have a yoga studio, people will come in and they'll buy a month pass for a, a member of their family. Because if somebody else gives you a present, they're there, you, there's kind of this like code of obligation, not obligation, but you don't want to just throw that present away. You might not initiate and spend it on yourself, but it can be a lovely gesture. So whatever it is, it could be a cooking class. It could be a, a you know, a gym membership or a personal training session, a massage, but giving someone, it could be a book. I've given books, you know, as I, I can't make them read it, but it can be like, Hey, this is a book that really is inspiring to me and it might help you. So those type of presents are, are ways of passively, but actively giving to the person who might be resistant to help and just be patient with yourself too. Like it, it's, which what works for you. Sometimes you're so excited to, to, to share with others and the people who are resistant Sometimes the last thing they want is somebody who's giddy with excitement coming up and telling them all the things that worked. Hold on to that giddiness and give them one thing. Give them one thing. So be patient and give them a little thing. Because if you overwhelm, that can somebody that's in pain, also a lot of times anger and heaviness comes with pain. And so somebody who's like exuberant and, and giddy can just really make them shut down more. So read the cues, be kind, be patient. But don't not help the person just because it seems difficult because they're angry or resistant. Um, use this help an acronym to go in and, and, and do the things that would be helpful. As always, I'm pulling for you and I'd love to help. You can always reach out to me at movementbylara.com. Please share this episode. Please share and um, subscribe to the podcast. Rate and review it if you haven't and because that always helps and I love to hear what you have to say. Thank you so much. Sending you hugs.